show. Starting Brandon Lovebridge and Jeff Love. Ten dollar whore. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the Ten Dollar Or Podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to Let's Go the Running Show, a podcast that you won't want to tell your church friends about. I'm Brandon, and uh, who are you? And I'm Jeff. <laughs> I need to just not ask, and then you can just say your name. Um, Jeff, how's it going? Not bad. Okay, that's a um, pretty chipper. Well, you know, I'm I'm going for a new attitude. Are you? It should last three minutes into the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Who needs that? I uh, quickly I ran today and uh, I woke up as I'm sure you did, mm -hmm. and it was storming and. Uh, mm -hmm raining to beat the band and i watched the morning news as i uh, often do to see what uh well to see a who who'd been murdered the the day before uh right. and then uh <laughs> which that it makes me want to quick side note here remind me to uh talk about the murder the murder rate in des moines okay make a okay. note of that that's important uh so because <laughs> the it, if this is, uh, you know, obviously this is a running podcast first and foremost, but I think secondarily, mm -hmm. we For all sure. know it's about um, murder in Des Moines, Iowa. Sure. Uh, so I got up and I watched the news. It was raining. I was angry because the cat woke me up at 615 on a Sunday and I didn't need to be up at 615 mm -hmm. and it was storming mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't. Uh, so I wasn't going to go run and. Uh, but, it, you know, I was like, well, I'm up. What am I going to, what the hell am I going to do? Thanks, cat. Right. Uh, so I watched the news <laughs> and, and they said the rain's going to stop around 9 a.m. It's going to be rolling out and then it's going to be dry most of the day. There's a chance yep. of severe weather this evening. Uh, so I was nailed like, it. what's that? <laughs> I said they nailed it. They did. <laughs> It was still raining around nine. It was raining around nine thirty. Around ten, it had uh, seemed to stop. So I was like, "All right, mm -hmm. better late than never." Went on a, a pretty long run because uh, I didn't do any running yesterday, and this past week uh, I was on vacation, and so it was a little hit or miss. Um, but uh, I was fine until I got to about my fourth mile. Oh, no, I, I finished my mm -hmm. fourth mile. I was heading into the fifth. And uh, I was about a mile from my car at that point. I had gone to a park nearby, a trail. Okay. And uh, I usually, like I can run to that trail from my house and sometimes I do that, but I just wanted to do this full trail. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. So I drove and then um, mm -hmm. did the whole thing. And then I was on my, like I said, the last mile and it started sprinkling. I was like, oh, good timing or whatever. And then, uh, yeah. pretty quickly deteriorated into a tsunami hellstorm, yeah. And, uh, I was running in it. And then my girlfriend texted and said, is it raining again? <laughs> and so I, I replied and I said, uh, yep. <laughs> and, uh, 
then she said, do you want me to come and get you? Which was very sweet. Um, I don't know if she knew that I drove. And uh, right. so I said, no, I'm, you know, like a mile away from my car. So it was pretty pointless at that point. But that was very thoughtful. Uh, I yeah. was soaked. I uh, took my shirt off, which I never do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, threw it in my trunk. And uh, yeah. I thought about taking my pants off, but as previously discussed, <laughs> commando. <laughs> so that would uh, that would have landed me on a registry, I think. Yeah. And so <laughs> I uh, yeah I rode home in just soaking wet, just fucking like I fell in a swamp. Shorts Man. and shoes, and it was just awful and. So I got home and then I took a towel out because we had also talked about how I never take towels when I run. And this would have been right. so nice to have a towel. It would have been a nice time for that. Yes. And uh, so I cleaned up my seats, but uh, mm-hmm. man, it was <laughs> not great. Man, there are some parallels between your morning and my morning because <laughs> uh, I got a what time I was getting ready to go out about 6.30 or 6.45. It had not started here. I saw that maybe it was going to happen and I was like, it'll be fine. So um, I got about halfway through what, well, I actually I got two, two and a half miles in. I thought I was going to do eight. And then I said, well, I'll probably just do six. And then, yeah, it was a torrential downpour at about two and a half miles. So I was like, <laughs> I guess I'll just turn around and run back mm-hmm. two and a half more miles. There's a lot of lightning going on too. And I'm like, yeah. am I going to get struck by lightning? And and then I didn't understand. I'm like, what's the best move? Do I want to be under something taller than me? Or do I want to be just in the middle of a field or a oh, street? That's a good, yeah. Um, you want to dodge it, I think. Uh, run serpentine. serpentine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because then eventually people were yelling at me from their desk, their decks or their garages, because I think they were concerned about my well-being. <laughs> and um, I just would wave and keep running because I just wanted to get back. But I was fucking soaked from head to toe. Trissa also <laughs> gave me a call. Hey, it's raining pretty hard. Do you want me to come get me? I'm like, no, I just got a couple more miles to go. <laughs> Um, looking back, I probably could have just taken her up on that. That might've been the smarter thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did make it back intact un um, electrocuted and, uh, yeah, just like you just had to wring all my shit out. Yeah. Um, it was a weird, it was a weird morning. What do you, it's been a good day for a treadmill. Yeah. What do you, what do you think that the, uh, the people, in the garages and on the decks were yelling at you were do you think they were trying to lure you in were they offering you safe harbor or it did cross my mind that maybe there was something nefarious going on that i was going to end up locked in somebody's basement (laughs) well and i also so like the I don't know who was yelling at me from their deck. That seemed weird. Yeah. Um, but there were, there were just three nice people standing in their garage with the door open. I think that they were considering that they would just let me stand in their garage. But Mm -hmm. to me, that seemed even worse. Like, what are you going to, you got to make small talk with just soaking wet old man standing in your garage, (laughs) waiting out the rain, who knows how long it's going to be. Yeah. Maybe that Um, was their kink. Maybe that's what they're into. 
It's just a <laughs> soaking wet middle-aged man in there. Let garage. me let me tell you this. I I feel nobody's kink. Nobody's <laughs> into that. <laughs> it's just that it feels like an extraordinary amount of people all trying to get you to off the road. I don't know. Maybe you just have a very caring neighborhood. Um, well, I run in that neighborhood a lot. I wave and know and see a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I think that they're probably always concerned about me in, on some <laughs> level. Most of them have seen me fall at least once. <laughs> so, at this point, I think nobody knows who I am, but everybody understands that I'm a danger to myself. <laughs> Linda, get the camera. Jeff's going running again. <laughs> I just want to catch you. Put it on TikTok. Um, speaking of incidents while running, you alluded to this in our, uh, I think, the past two episodes. I, I think it was maybe you first met. I don't know. Maybe it was just the last one. But I felt like maybe you mentioned it two episodes ago, and then we didn't get to it. And then we didn't get to it again last time. I don't, I don't remember. But... You uh, recently had a harrowing experience while running, I think, involving some uh, ang uh, some teenagers or <laughs> yeah, maybe I made up the fact that they were yeah. teens. Were they teens? I'm guessing so. I, that's the note I made for myself last time when I thought that I was going to share this anecdote. Just I put harassed by teens. That was my <laughs> reminder. Yeah. So, I was I was headed out for a long run. It might have been been a couple of weeks ago now, and uh, it was a Saturday morning. It's like six thirty, six ish, and uh, I only, I got a mile into my run. I'm running down Prior Road, and it seems like it's a jeep full of teenage boys. Um, which I don't know. Were they? What are they doing out at six thirty in the morning? Are they headed to breakfast? Are they? just coming home i mm -hmm. i couldn't figure out what they were doing out to begin with but i'm they're they're driving toward me and having a lot of fun and they start to act as if they want to pretend they're going to hit me with their vehicle because that um, is hilarious right i <laughs> i can guarantee you i didn't find it quite as amusing as they seemed to right yeah. so but then they drove by me and they were laughing and hanging out the windows and pointing at me and so as any um reasonable person would do i turned back to look at them and extended my middle finger in uh protest um yeah you gotta... immediately, immediately um I realized that I might have made a miscalculation because brake lights go on oh, God. and I couldn't hear anything audible, but I just, it sounded like, oh no, he didn't just sounds <laughs> in a vehicle full of teenagers. So I'm like, I, I feel like I'm going to see them again. Mm. Um, so I keep on running at this point though, they're behind me and I'm not super jazzed about that idea either. Um, but they go flying by me again, oh my God. You know, hanging out the window, <laughs> laughing and pointing. Mm -hmm. So being a reasonable man, I've learned my lesson, uh, extend my arm and I flip them <laughs> off again. <laughs> they go over the horizon and then I'm like, oh no, I think that they're going to stop now oh and God. wait for me. So now mm -hmm. I've got a decision. I'm like, should I call someone? Oh you know, do God. I need to, but the, as, as I crest the hill, I realized that they are no longer there. Mm -hmm. So that 
felt like a relief. <laughs> um, I went another two miles. Actually, I stopped at a local park to go to the bathroom because that was another thing that needed to be addressed. Because you almost and shit yourself it, or? Um, <laughs> it was unrelated to the teenagers, oh, okay. but it was also, it was just another running issue. Mm -hmm. So, but then I got a couple more miles down the road and sure enough, um, they go driving by me again. Oh my God. And this time I extend my arm and I gave them a peace sign <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't hear from them after that. Okay. And, uh, so that's my story. It feels like there's probably a larger life lesson there as well. Although I'm not sure I can connect those dots. It's better to offer teenagers peace rather than fuck yous. Right. Right. Yeah. The peace is better than the bird. I, uh, I mean, there is, yeah, something to be said for that. Right. I, I've, uh, I've done that in uh, traffic situations where there's, you know, mm. some potential, I don't know, road rage or you, you know, somebody's getting crazy with you, uh, and you pull up next to them at a stoplight and, you know, they're going crazy. And, and sometimes it's just fun to like make eye contact and then like do like the blow job motion, like, <laughs> <laughs> or blow them a kiss. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It mm -hmm. right. sometimes that's a little better than than right. flipping them off and, and escalating. Because then they're just either it's a little more creative. Either they laugh uh, and it, it diffuses it, or they're uh, just disgusted and they just you know quit paying attention to you. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, man, that's I, I've never had that happen uh, with a you know a car full of rowdy teens but um it's certainly on the top of my list of things i think about happening With, did any part of you at any point um that and dog attacks i'm constantly waiting to be attacked by dogs but right. um right. It, did any part of you start looking around for like a, a rock or something you could use <laughs> as, a, as a weapon as a, as a weapon <laughs> yeah no i didn't quite get that far that okay. would have been that would have been a good move i think um, I think I was just on my own at that point, but I think I was close enough to where maybe I felt like somebody could get to me quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was, I had my phone out. I was like, well, maybe I just need to stop and call someone. Yeah. Batman. Uh, Batman. Teens are, teens are scary. I mean, uh, I think the brains don't work. Their brains don't work. And I feel like you spend just a, a absurd amount of your life uh, being afraid of teens, right? Like right. as a kid, you're afraid of teenagers because you don't know what uh, they're capable of. And then, uh, right. and then as you, once you're in your twenties and well beyond, you're afraid of teenagers, I think because you know exactly what they're capable of. So, <laughs> Right. So there's this yeah, but, juxtaposition. <laughs> yeah. I think even as a teen, you're afraid of most other teenagers too. Yeah. Yeah. But then I you mean, also. There's a, a high mentality, but yeah. And some of it is then outweighed by that invincibility thing, which is some of that mm -hmm. carries into your 20s and 30s, I think, too. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's high gear uh, when you're a teen, but. Right. Yeah, I mean, no one is is more dangerous than a than a teenager. I think ninety five percent of all crimes are committed by teenagers, if I'm not mistaken. Right, they're not thinking about consequences, and they feel like they're immortal. <laughs> speaking 
Speaking of uh, crime, uh, you didn't even need to remind me of the note I told you to make about the Des Moines murder rate. So, uh, mm-hmm. which will segue into this week's topic, which is running on vacation. So, I mentioned I spent last week in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, which is uh, two and a half hours north of us, and um, okay. and I was curious randomly while we were there. Um, there's always a, you know, what, uh, where are we going to be staying? Uh, I don't know this town. I don't know the parts of town, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as someone who wants to get out and run. So that's obviously part of it. Like, is this a safe area to run? And, you know, you kind of laugh and you go, well, it's Des Moines. Like what's, is there any place in Des Moines that's not <laughs> safe? And, um, uh, <laughs> So, but at one point I was curious and I, and I Googled, uh, you know, murder rate in Des Moines or, uh, murders in Des Moines, I think in 2022 and, uh, and, and I'm, I don't have it up and so I'm going to misquote it, but I think it was like, uh, uh, 21 murders in 2022, which was up significantly from seven murders in 2021. Wow. And, okay. So obviously there's a, you know, per capita number that probably makes more sense mm-hmm. to look at, but from a population standpoint, you look at like Des Moines and it's 200,000 people as of the last census, but it's, um, I think, uh, 500,000 when you include all of the surrounding suburbs. So 500,000. greater Des Moines area. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and which I think is just Iowa. <laughs> Um, there are some other, <laughs> there are some other places in Iowa. Sioux city, I guess is another big one. And, uh, Ankeny, Ankeny. Yeah. There's another one I'm missing too, I think, but Sioux falls or is that Cedar Rapids? I start confusing all of those places up there. Some of those oh, wow. m- might be in South Dakota. That's in Nebraska. Um, oh, right. So 500,000 in the greater Des Moines area and, um, Kansas city, you know, I think we have 500,000 in the Kansas City, in Kansas City proper. When you include mm-hmm. all of the suburbs, whatever, I think it's like 1.3 million. Um, okay. So, I mean, what is that? 500,000 to 1.3. It's three times yeah. as big. But our murder Which... rate <laughs> is absurd. I mean, you know, it's. I don't know what it is now. I know it was in the upper 100s, maybe close to 200 the past year or two. I mean, it's just, okay. it's insane. And uh, I don't know. I just, it makes me wonder like, what did they do differently? What do they do right? And what do we do wrong? I guess more importantly, because Kansas City, I think is really an outlier uh, in that regard. I don't know that very, very few other cities have murder rates like Kansas City's. I think St. Louis is kind of up there too. Uh, you know, and then your bigger ones. Thing. I think Chicago's up there maybe too. But um, like LA, New York City, like per capita, they don't have, I don't think, the same issues. Baltimore is bad, I think. But um, yeah, I don't know. So that was, that was interesting. Um, I did, you know, start trying to figure out, okay, what, what kind of neighborhood am I in? And uh, it was a cool neighborhood. Uh, I think you could tell that it was maybe used to be a little bit run down and they're starting to, you know, build it up and gentrify it. There Mm -hmm. were a lot of 
I was kind of thinking as I walked around and uh, ran through it that it was sort of like a uh, a little somewhere between a Waldo and a Brookside, um, which okay. is going to make no sense to anyone outside of Kansas City who listens to this. But that's okay because I don't think we actually have Nobody any listeners. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the sense I got. They were like kind of neat, kind of. Um, uh, hipstery restaurants yeah. and, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. So, um, the first day I, uh, I went on map, my run and the nice thing about map, mm-hmm. my run, um, the non app version is if you're on like a desktop version, you can map, create routes to use. And right. so right. you can plan it all out and figure out your mileage and I mean, it's funny because you also, it'll tell you, I think, elevation based off the routes you choose, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't still fully right. get that. And so you don't know uh, what how many uh, hills you're going to be encountering. You don't know if you're mm-hmm. at the bottom of a mountain and everything is uphill. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So uh, I, I, uh, I planned out a route and I was like, oh, okay, here's 31st. And that's where we are. And I'll just go down mm-hmm. it to Grand. Grand sounds like a good street. And it runs a long way both <laughs> both ways, left and right. And so, uh, and I was like, how far do I want to go down? And I'm like, I don't know, 40 seconds seems good. And, like, and, <laughs> you, see, and, and you don't know. And I don't know what it, and Grand was very, it was a very cool street. Um, lots of like, older buildings apartment buildings and uh but like not cookie cutter it looked like parts of the plaza kind of you know when you go like you know to the east part of the plaza and you have the old buildings and Mm -hmm. so i mean it was a lot of that and uh but the street was under construction i had like like serious reconstruction so i think traffic could get through on lanes one each way but then like parts of the sidewalk were blocked it's very hazardous um yeah and that's kind of part of the problem when you're trying to run on vacation, right? Is that you don't know what's going on from that perspective. And uh, unless, I mean, I probably could have done an extra level of research and and maybe gone to, there's probably a Des Moines running Facebook group. I, I don't know. Right. And asked like, hey, where do you guys run? But I, I did see a lot of people running that morning, which was cool. Um, way more than I see around here. So... Um, I mean, I do live in a, a suburb or in a neighborhood that is just full of octogenarians. So, uh, right. uh, no people are out running ever. Um, so it was fun to see other runners and, you know, like give them big waves. Like, Hey, I like to run too. Uh, and you know, about hugs. yeah, everybody was hugging and we were sweaty all hugs. sweaty and, uh, yeah, getting our, you know, goop on each other. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, so it was a decent run that first day. Um, mm-hmm. Then the the How next far game of going that first day, uh, just three miles. I you yeah. know I wasn't going to press it. I didn't want to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's a matter of like that. I it, it was a pretty rectangular run. It just 
right. <laughs> I mapped it out to be a pretty nice rectangle, which that was the other thing. And that's one thing you um, forget about when you get outside of Kansas City. It's that, um, especially here in our suburbs, like other cities make sense with their street design and the way it's laid out. And you can right. you can run nice squares and rectangles. And uh, that mm -hmm. doesn't always work so hot around here. So um but yeah, so so I did three miles, and then um, so the thing was there was a school, and the we were staying in an Airbnb that was like just south of this middle school, and uh, and they I could see uh, they had a track. You could kind of see it from the road, and um, oh yeah, I saw somebody walking on it uh, the first mm -hmm. day, and you could see it on the map my run, and. Um, I could see, you know, they just had a little outline of a whatever. And so I was like, well, you know, running around and exploring the neighborhood was fun, but maybe I'll try a track because uh, I've never actually run on a track. And what? yeah, true story. Okay. I mean, I didn't do track in high school or before. Right. And right. Uh, I just, I don't really have one close to me. And yeah, so it's never come up uh okay so i was like it's like it well so here's what happened i got up <laughs> not the next morning uh but the morning after the next morning i went to the gym i found a gym and i went to the gym mm -hmm. uh and lifted which was uh, interesting but uh so that third morning i uh i went to the track and um it was awful it it uh clearly was yeah. in great disrepair it was like oh, no. crushed red gravel or clay i don't know what yeah. the material is but yeah. um but there was grass sprouting up through most of it all over the place mm -hmm. um it was was it at a school yeah 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 okay and uh just in awful shape and so i start running and i'm like oh this is ridiculous i'm not gonna do this and i was like well i need to mm -hmm. make it around the track though and uh and then I was like, I saw somebody walking on this yesterday. Like, what is wrong with that person? And then I'm kind of <laughs> rounding the part of the track and I come around into the home stretch or whatever, where I'm going to jump off and then go on a regular run back to where I ran the day before. And there's like an old lady yeah. walking on the track. And I'm just like, uh -huh. what is wrong with these people? Like, they could just, why are they walking on this? Uh, so I screamed at her and I flipped her off. And uh, <laughs> no, but it was, it was, uh, it sucked. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it sucked from a, uh, first time on a track perspective. I'm going to be honest. But do you think you would have liked running out of track otherwise? Cause it can get a little tedious. It can, but you're talking to the guy who doesn't mind a treadmill. And, uh, yeah, so yeah. this is kind of a, you know, you get the fresh air, the, the, uh, the, yeah. the skin cancer, you get, uh, you know, whatever, a slight change of scenery or, you know, it's a little bit different, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it is monotonous, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I would do it probably if I had one handy, just if I didn't want to think too much about, uh, planning a route or dealing with hills, uh, cause I don't like hills either. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's convenient to do that on a track when it, when you have an opportunity to do it because you kind of, the distance is already laid out for you. Yeah. You don't have any elevation to deal with. And then it's always good to have one. If you are doing a training plan where there's a little bit of like interval work, mm -hmm. then you've got a natural place to do that. Yeah. 
Well, don't fucking do it at Ruby Callahan Middle School in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> oh, just call them out, Brandon. <laughs> I don't think that was the, started a whole thing. I don't think that was the name. <laughs> That's going to be our thing. Like, uh, can we go viral by getting into a beef with a middle school in Des Moines? Is this just a terrible track podcast now? We're just going to find <laughs> the nation's worst tracks. Yeah. Somebody's okay. got to do it. Somebody got to yeah. has got to bring these bastards to task. It's important work. Um so what what do you what are your thoughts about running on vacation? When you go on vacation, do you run? I I know you travel to do uh marathons in other places and I don't know if that counts as a right. vacation. So that's a little different, I guess, but if you're just doing like a we're just having a good old time, I'm taking a break mm-hmm. from work and relaxing. Do you, uh, how much running do you do on a on a bitch like that? I mean, I always try to run every day if I can. Um, it depends on where I go and who I'm with. I mean, if I'm with friends that are runners, I'll get out and run with them. I feel like I'm too lazy to do the research. So um, my friends who run, when we gather with them, they'll have figured out where they want to go. And then I just kind of follow them and they are like, turn here. And that works out really well for me. Um, if it's just me, there's a hierarchy and yeah, I'm just looking for a treadmill first of all, because I kn- that's a known commodity. Mm-hmm. Um, then a track is a good call. Um, I like to do, I, I I've done before where you just kind of look up and see if they've got trails that you can run on. Mm-hmm. And I would go to the effort of trying to drive to a trail, um, so I've done that before. I've done that in Springfield a couple of times. When we've visited Adam and Sammy in Springfield, there have been a couple of times where I just run down Glenstone because it's the world's longest road. And then you're just like, well, I can just run for however many miles and then turn around and run back. Wait, is it legitimately um, the world's longest road? Um, probably not. Okay. But it feels like it. Um, yeah, but it's 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 super long. It goes all the way through Springfield, and so you can just run as far as you want on it and then turn around. But you're mm-hmm. running on a major thoroughfare, just like having to stop at stoplights and running by, you know, 10 Starbucks yeah. in the process. And unruly teens. Um, <laughs> running into the unruly Springfield teens. And just uh, – getting all that good exhaust we just breathing that right. in just all the, right. the tire particles yeah. and yeah mm-hmm. right but i don't have to think about it because i just know where i'm going to run right um but i've found a couple of trails down there that are pretty good and so that works out too i just drive to a park or whatever and then take the trail um, and do it that way so i've done it any number of ways i think if i, I was going to do it the way you did it what I've typically done is if I think that I know the route, I'll drive it first just mm-hmm. because I don't, I fear the unknown. Yeah. So I like to kind of know where I'm going. I'm not very good at like just getting out and running and uh, going where the wind takes me. Yeah. Other people are more adventurous. The, uh, the other time I ran that I, I wanted to, to ask you about or get your opinion on is, uh, I ran on the beach one time. Uh, it was a family vacation uh, to uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama. I got up one morning and I was like, I'm going to run on the beach. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think I did a little bit of Googling first because I was like, 
Like, what do I do about my shoes? And everybody was like, you just run barefoot. Like, that's what I kept seeing. So I ran fucking barefoot on the beach, dude. And, uh, it, it was awful. Um, yeah, it was super pretty, obviously sunrise, you know, on the Gulf of Mexico, but, um, yeah, it's hard to run on the beach, uh, barefoot. It hurts. And it sounds awful. Yeah. I think I got a blister. I don't quite remember. I Mm -hmm. I did like a mile. I got, (laughs) I took off from the, (laughs) the house where we were staying and, got like half a mile down and I was like, Oh fuck this noise. And you know, immediately <laughs> U turned and I was like, at least I can say I did a mile on the beach and, mm-hmm. uh, and I did that. So have you ever it's funny. tried that? I haven't actually. And we went on vacation in March we were down on right on the beach in Florida. And I purposely, instead of running on the beach, ran on the road on the other side. So, <laughs> yeah, I did that. I was like, I could just run on this beautiful beach or I can just run on this stupid road yeah. that is just like completely straight. Yep. Ran on the road. I did that the uh, the second day. I was like, yeah, it's whatever. Running on the beach always makes me think of the end of Rocky three when he and Apollo are uh, working on their speed work and <laughs> it's successful and they're then they're in the ocean mm-hmm. and they're playing grab ass and their 80s uh, version tank tops yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's very sweet. Speaking speaking of uh, tank tops, that's going to lead us right into Google it up. Google it up. Yeah. So for this week's Google it up, um, I had two items. First of all, okay, fine. It's called a running singlet, Jeff. Thank you. So thank you. It's, it's funny. I was, I was on a long run and I had to call, I called Trissa. She was going to help me and I needed to do a big change. So I needed her to bring me just like a change of clothes because I was sweating and I had another 10 miles to do or whatever. So I'm waiting for her to get there. I'm just like stripped down in a Walgreens parking lot. And, um, so she brings me a change of clothes, including that running singlet that I had mentioned. And I put it on and she's immediately like, like, is that on backwards? And I was like, no, it's called a running singlet. And I was like, fucking Brandon. And then I just <laughs> ran the rest of my, my run. So yeah, uh, I'm glad we cleared that up. I've, I've got a lot of angst about it. Well, and I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I still, I will never, I will go to my grave refusing to call it a singlet. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm scrolling through, you know, is there a difference between a singlet and a tank top? Key difference. Singlet can also refer to a one-piece tight-fitting garment worn by wrestlers. Uh, Yeah. The key difference between tank tops and singlets is their fit. Tank tops may be loose-fitting or tight-fitting, whereas singlets are always tight-fitting. But Jeff, how tight fitting are the singlets that you wear? I don't think it's that tight fitting. I, it seems to me like <laughs> it's the cut because it's cut a lot higher on the neck. Mm. I think it's more about the cut, at least from my experience. Okay. I'm not running around in just a skin tight <laughs> tank top. Nobody wants that. Uh, well, apparently the people who are trying to lure you into their garages do. So... Probably. I mean, that's probably what's uh, got them all worked up. 
<laughs> Jeff and his uh, revealing singlet. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. The second thing uh, on Google it up, uh, I had mentioned, uh, actually, I think I busted out into a stirring rendition of all my life and I couldn't remember who it was by. And um, yeah. I don't remember if I even suggested Casey and Jojo, but it's embarrassing that uh, I didn't recall that it is Casey and Jojo and all my life is very much the, uh, the prom song of, my prom of my youth it's the song i mean it just sounds like it was written to be performed at proms and uh yeah so you know googling it i found like the worst written article this is from hotnewhiphop.com uh headline is jodeci fans rally support for jojo after video of performance surfaces so i don't understand why it's jodeci fans necessarily i don't know what uh, i mean different groups right they're probably friends and intertwined um or okay they started with jodeci there we go okay Right. So Casey and JoJo. I was going to suggest Jodeci last week when you mentioned it, but then I was like, I don't think that's right either. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So they, they split off uh, from Jodeci uh, brothers, Casey and JoJo. So they're brothers. Um, But then the article, here's some of the stellar writing. Casey and JoJo are still on the road performing at shows from one coast to the next. This sounds like it was written by a bad robot uh this is awful ai generated writing right uh the singers recently took to the stage to entertain fans and during the show jojo needed assistance a video circulated online showing the award winner what of what i don't know uh being held up by his team as he sang casey also stood right next to him and encouraged him along the way the dis- What's wrong with him? I don't. The display spoke to the strong support system that JoJo has, and quickly fans speculated about his health. Most of the reactions were expressed mm-hmm. with sensitivity and kindness, as fans shared they were praying for JoJo, whatever he was going through. Mm-hmm. Additionally, mm-hmm. some reports claim the singer was recovering from a stroke. While recent news about yes. JoJo's health is still to be determined, in 2020, Casey shared that he suffered a stroke following a tour. So they're both just stroking out now, apparently. There's a, but still on the road? I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you got to get paid. What year is that song? Uh, All My Life? Uh, let's, yeah. I, I like how I, I got way off on this tangent of... Uh, it's more about the article than it is about the song, for sure, for you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it just I was sucked into its god-awful... Uh, song recorded. Is this where you say there's a link in the bio? Is that a thing? <laughs> link in bio? <laughs> I did watch the video on that article about him being held up. It was very interesting. Uh, he's very large, um, which okay. I don't think he was when that song was out. In the video, if you'll recall, and maybe you won't, they were dressed like they were at prom. I mean, they had like tuxedos. Yeah. And uh, I think it's just... The they knew t- what they were going for. Yeah. Uh, 1998 was uh, it was released really? in January okay. of 1998. So, All right. Uh, topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for three consecutive weeks. I mean, that's... Uh, when did you graduate? 1999. 
Okay. Yeah, exactly. That all tracks. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was nominated for multiple awards, uh, Grammy awards. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just a real beautiful tune. So time to do a Casey and Jojo deep dive. Yeah. I think that's, nobody has ever said that ever. <laughs> um, so prayers up to those two mm-hmm. brothers mm-hmm. who Lots are, yeah, who are busy having strokes, but still touring from one coast to the next, as that article said. Jeff, this week, I didn't really have, uh, you know, a fun thought or idea. This really was thrown together at the last minute, if we're being honest, mm-hmm. the whole because of vacation episode. Correct. And, no. uh, you know, the fans were clamoring. I didn't want people, um, you know, getting desperate, doing desperate things. Uh, right. So I wanted to give them something and I thought that this might end up taking 15 minutes, but good Lord, we're at 45 minutes (laughs) once again already. (laughs) Incredible. Uh, I wanted to uh, just ask you what podcast you're listening to at the moment. Uh, If you had an episode uh, recently that you've listened to of one of your regular podcasts, something of that nature. What do you got? I'll give you I'll give you an anecdote from one I listened to. I think I listened to it yesterday. Um, well, on the Mark Marin podcast that I listened to, there's like a there's like a Friday episode, like they do bonus ones, and it's another couple of guys. It ends up they end up at the end talking about wrestling. Like yeah. um, you, you should check it out because <laughs> Initially, their bonus content was this Friday episode that was just all about wrestling. And they got a lot of people to subscribe to this like uh, WTF plus because they were wrestling fans. So weird. They continued to do this Friday show, but they realized that the people who were just Mark Marin fans couldn't give a shit about wrestling. So <laughs> they've, they've cut it into two. They do like kind of a pop culture, like what's going on in pop culture to right at the beginning and then they do like what was on the mark Marin podcast and then they get to a point and they're like okay for those who don't care about wrestling this is when we're going to start talking about it and that's immediately when i just turn, turn it off <laughs> unless they've just got like an interesting story like uh this this week it was about what did they call it the montreal screw job yeah, yeah, I was at the Montreal <laughs> Screw Job, and I had never heard of it before. But it was just like they went into it deep, into in depth, and I was like, "That's really fascinating stuff." Yeah, uh, Brett the Hitman the Hart, Montreal Screw Job, Shawn Michaels, yeah, Vince McMahon, yeah. the big piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> well, see, and that was going to be my question: Is it? Uh, do they talk about current wrestling, of which I know almost absolutely nothing, and I could give a shit? I mean, I haven't been an actual wrestling watcher in over mm-hmm. 20 years but yeah i mean i love and that was a huge foundational part of my childhood was all of the 80s wwf stuff and and yeah. the the wcw and you know the other competing federations and uh like so yeah that that hits me in the 
the sweet nostalgia spot. Uh, yeah. So, Those, yeah, they they do both. These two, mm. uh, they're really into it, and they'll talk about the history of it. But then they're also like, "What's the best thing you saw in wrestling this week?" But <laughs> Weird. I don't even listen to that part, yeah. and that's not even why I brought it up. Like um, <laughs> on the other, uh, this last episode I listened to, they were talking about how their favorite movie of all time is The Fugitive, and how. It is the 30th anniversary of the movie, The Fugitive, which wow. I was like, man, how old are we? Um, Time but flies. then I immediately last night watched the movie, The Fugitive again. Ooh. I did a, a rewatch because I was like, it's been a while and that is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's not typically like the type of movie I love, but yeah, I mean, it's been forever since I've seen it, but, but yeah, I mean, classic. Um, yeah, it's, it is. It's, for sure classic i watched leaving las vegas this weekend uh, i hadn't seen that in a long long time and uh and it was you know just as depressing as i remember but also <laughs> i feel like i would probably uh sell my left arm to be with elizabeth shoe i mean correct. that is the correct answer to whatever the question is man i just i forget and so then i google and i'm like what is she up to now i i, I can't because i don't watch and then i didn't realize she's in the the cobra kai or whatever the i, I was gonna say she yeah. does a cameo like one or two episodes on cobra kai i think it was like the third season or whatever like yeah. that and so but i you know i was googling her and you know seeing current images and i was like God, she still looks so good. And she's like 60 yeah. and she looks, but she looks like, uh, like naturally she looks like she's aged naturally and mm -hmm. it doesn't look like she's mm -hmm. had a lot of work done or if she has, it's been very subtle and selective and whatever, but man, whoo. Yeah. Late she's a lovely woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that, and then, uh, and then also you had mentioned the 30th anniversary of the fugitive. Uh, also, I just saw today that it's the upcoming 20th anniversary of Elliot Smith's suicide, which uh, really <laughs> and I just saw that today. Uh, I looked it up because I was like, I feel like he died in October and something right. was like I was going on this weird little tangent in my brain. And yeah, and I was like, I think it was God, it's got to be coming on 20 years. And it was. And uh, man, it's amazing. I just feel old. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, my podcast episode, uh, actually I just picked a show. Um, I follow somebody on Instagram who mostly posts about Costco and Trader Joe's and Aldi's <laughs> and, uh, she's uh, some lady in Prairie village. Uh, so she's like local, but she kind of has okay. a, sort of a following, but she's not an influencer and she's never on it herself. Like, uh, it's not about like, Hey, look at my yoga pants or whatever. It's literally mm -hmm. about local food. I, got all these. <laughs> I mean, she gets everything at Aldi's, and, uh, yeah. but, uh, she also, uh, occasionally posts about podcasts that she's listening to. And she and I have talked about podcasts before, like I've recommended some to her and then I will listen to things that she, uh, posts about. And so this was one she had posted about called bone Valley and uh which sounds kind of erotic but it's not it's not that kind of bone jeff it's not the title of your sex tape <laughs> uh, it's about skeleton bones you know death bones okay. so 
Uh, dun, dun, dun. I'm only, I'm like eight episodes in and I think it somehow the, the, the first season has like 16 episodes maybe. And I may have mislooked at something maybe there's a second season because I can't imagine how this same thing they're to the point where it's about a, a case uh, in like Lakeland, Florida in the eighties. I think it was um, maybe early nineties. Uh, this guy, he was like 20 was uh, his wife ends up murdered, murdered dead. She's uh, 18. They hadn't been together that long. And uh, he was almost immediately convicted for it and has spent the last 30 years in prison for it. Um, and it seems pretty clear that he didn't do it. He kind of got railroaded because he had a temper. And so yeah. the only thing that came out in the trial against him was a lot of like, oh yeah, yeah, no, he, he Leo was an asshole. Like, yeah, Leo was a jerk. <laughs> and it's like, okay, right. but does that mean he, you know, and uh, then it turns out there was like a fingerprint in the, in his dead wife's car that didn't match. It wasn't his, it wasn't hers. So it's like, oh, well, what the fuck, you know, and it was never tested. And just a lot of like inept, you know, mm-hmm. prosecutorial sort of stuff. And, and uh, just like in a fugitive. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a one armed man and uh, <laughs> right. nobody also didn't kill his wife. There was a, it turns out like uh, they, the, the guy, there was a guy who they kind of suspected and as things were going along and uh, his print was in the car and uh, he had murdered someone before and uh, mm-hmm. was in jail for life for murdering someone. And, uh, and it was, you know, they were like that basically the state was like, but no, it wasn't him. We got the guy who did it. It's right. her husband. Like they refused to was admit. Was he an asshole? They, no. <laughs> they refused to admit they were wrong. And uh, so I'm at the point where I think he's getting another. Finally, the, uh, the the guy who was already in for a different murder confessed, like a written confession. At first, he mm. went to uh, whatever hearing and uh, where he testified and said that he did it. And the judge still wouldn't grant a new trial because – the uh, prosecution did such a good job of convincing the judge that the guy, he had previously denied it. They were like, well, he denied it before. So why should we believe him that he's saying he did it now? Mm. He lies all the time. What's the truth? <laughs> and uh, so the judge is like, guess you're right. And uh, so, you know, husband stayed in jail and uh, it's just wild. But um, I don't know. I, I really enjoy hearing about miscarriages of justice um, right. So fits right in with the, murders. the future and, and murders. Um, so, <laughs> well, uh, that's all I've got. Um, uh, we're rapidly approaching 55 minutes. Jeff, mm-hmm. any last words? No, I think that that pretty much sums it up. We covered it. All right. All right. Stay cool, dude. Stay classy.